this gospel that we just heard happened to be the gospel of the day when my grandmother passed away, the Feast of St. Martha. And I think it's really providential that this is the gospel that the church was praying the day that my grandma entered into eternal life. And as I reflected on the gravity of this moment for our entire family and and everyone who my grandma touched in some way, as I recollected some of the most beautiful and, and some of the most hilarious and inspiring memories I have of my grandma, one theme continues to emerge in my mind and in my heart. And it's this. She taught us how to die. She taught us how to die. She taught each one of us this lesson, not in the final year of her life, in which she let go of so many things, her apartment, her personal autonomy, her possessions, her greeting card making, her firm intention to never end up in a nursing home like all those old birds. She always called people much younger than herself old birds. No, this precious lesson that my grandma was teaching us, this lesson on how to die a good death, was something that she taught us daily throughout her entire life, throughout her entire time on this earth. And my mom is going to make me break down here, so pray for me, please, right now. She taught us how to die. She taught us how to die when she cooked astronomical amounts of food for her family. She taught us how to die when she spent 20 minutes kissing all of the holy images in her apartment before she was able to leave the building and go to Panera. She taught us how to die by learning Facebook when her peers were just playing bingo. She taught us how to die by handmaking us those greeting cards every major event in our lives. She taught us how to die when she crammed all of her grandkids into that old junkie Cavalier and took us to Dunkin' Donuts to go get us munchkins. That was her nickname for us, munchkins. She taught us how to die when she bravely jumped on a a train and traveled to New York City for my cousin Derek's wedding. And Derek and Aish and their newborn baby Uma are joining us here from live stream. So hello. She taught us how to die when she jumped on an airplane constantly to come visit me and my family way down in Richmond. She taught us how to die when she crawled up those holy stairs at Old St. Patrick's on her knees, in her 90s, praying for us to be safe, healthy, and most of all, holy. She taught us how to die when she faithfully and reverently received the Holy Eucharist the body and blood of her Lord every week at St. Bernadette's. She taught us how to die when she lost her husband far too soon with barely anything for her to support herself with. She taught us how to die when she humbly submitted to and somehow miraculously overcame one medical trial over another thyroid disease, breast cancer, stroke, nosebleeds, infections, this last illness that that really just was too much for her to handle. But all of this is really no credit to my grandma at all. 
Not really. As I reflect on all the ways that she taught us how to die, the truth of the matter becomes clear. She was able to die daily because she knew and trusted Jesus. She knew and trusted Jesus. She had the daily courage to lay down her life because she believed wholeheartedly in the one who defeated death already. She had a lived personal relationship with him who, yes, died for us on the cross, but even more importantly, was raised from the dead for us, for her. We just heard those beautiful words from the prophet Isaiah proclaimed by my sister Kenzie. He will destroy death forever. The empty tomb proves that Jesus did precisely this. He destroyed death forever. It's done. How did he do this? By allowing death to swallow him. By losing. By being humiliated on a cross. And what a paradox that truly is. Our God trampled death by dying. He canceled our sins, all of our brokenness, our grudges, our selfishness, our pride, our jealousies, our judgmentalism, by allowing himself to fail. And yet, don't we all fail in the end as well? Nobody gets out of this life alive. We have a 100% mortality rate. Each of us will face that unknown and, and horrible, scary moment when this world goes dark and our body succumbs to that weakness. The question that comes to my mind, and I think it should come to everyone's mind, what will we cling to in that moment? What else do we have in those final seconds except the beautiful and the absurd hope that somebody has already defeated death. That the grave is not the end. In a word, there is no hope. There is no other hope. No other way. Jesus is the only means by which we can face our inevitable death joyfully. Because that's precisely what my grandma did. She faced death daily, joyfully. And she had hope to live in a better place because of what Jesus did. Anything else that we place our hopes on is an illusion that we tell ourselves to make us feel better, to avoid the otherwise empty void of death. Only the Lord Jesus can say those bold and comforting words that we heard in that gospel reading, the gospel that was preached from every pulpit in the world on the day that my grandma died. I am the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. That is the hope of the Christian soul. And that was precisely the hope that strengthened my grandmother every day. Hers was not a sentimental, cute faith. 
a soft and comfortable belief in a God that makes everything easy for us. Hers was a rock-solid faith in the Christ who is active and alive and present in the sacraments of his church, who put to death, death, and now lives forever, praying for us, interceding for us at the right hand of his Father, of our Father. She loved the God who loved her, and it is our firm hope and prayer that she now lives forever with him and the rest of our family in peace. That's what gave her the courage to die a little bit more each and every day. That's what made her so attractive and so approachable to each of us. She's famous on Facebook, by the way. She went viral. She knew to her bones. She was absolutely convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. She wasn't perfect. This is not a canonization mess. But she taught us how to die. And in so doing, she showed us how to live. The question, therefore, for us who remain and pray here today is, did we learn this lesson from her? I am convinced that when we learn to die daily, we train ourselves to become the sort of people who will want to be in heaven forever. Why? Because heaven is only filled with souls that die in the Lord. Nobody else would even find heaven very appealing. We don't automatically go to that better place in the clouds somewhere above our heads when we die. But the Lord's amazing grace is readily available here and now for us if we are open to dying daily in the Lord. So as we lay this incredible woman to rest this morning, this person who has been such an immense gift to each one of us here, we have a really precious opportunity. We have the chance to turn once again to the Lord, who is really the only possible explanation for her beautiful life. A life that faced death daily with courage and with joy. God is the one who inspired and strengthened my grandma to be the person everyone loved so much. So seek his face with all your heart with all your mind, with all your strength, and with all your soul. Because he's already seeking you. And when you embrace him as he's already embracing you, he will give you the joy of dying a good death.